Welcome to the show. My name is James Nielsen-Watt, and in this show, we interview interesting, inspiring, and successful people so you can learn the secrets to success and can play the game of life, business, health, and happiness better. And the philosophy we take here is if I'm leveling up my game, you get to level up yours as well. So get ready to listen to some inspiring people who have figured out how to have success in all areas of life, health, happiness, wealth, business. We're gonna be interviewing them in this show so that you can learn the secrets to success that they share with practical advice that you can take and use today. So if you enjoy the show, please subscribe, please leave us a review, and please share it with your friends because if I can help you and you can help others, then we can help more people together and we can all level up our game together. My guest today is Curtis Ray, a serial entrepreneur and inventor holding multiple patents in various industries. He founded MPI Unlimited LLC and serves as both president and CEO. Curtis is also the author of the best-selling book, Everyone Ends Up Poor, where he tackled the challenges of consistent underperformance in the current financial planning industry, as well as the book, The Lost Science of Compound Interest, where he deconstructed the phenomenon of compound interest, educating readers to harness this power in their lives through small and simple actions. Welcome to the show, Curtis, my friend. Excited to have you on. Happy to be here. I'd love it if you can tell our audience uh, a bit about yourself. Give us some context. You know, what do you what do you do, and what kind of got you to this place? A little backstory would be awesome as well. Absolutely. Um, I'm from Gilbert, Arizona, and I uh, married with five children. So, protection and family and wealth and generational wealth is a very important thing to me. So, in 2014, I took my talents from the home remodeling center business to financial planning. And I really wanted to help every single person understand that there is a simple path to financial freedom. And there's a few key things. If you do these few key things, pretty much it's guaranteed that you're going to hit financial freedom, but you've got to go all in, uh, become educated. Uh, not understanding about money is not an excuse. And so I took my talents in 2014. Last eight years, I've been traveling the country. I wrote two best-selling books, traveling the country, doing podcasts, keynote speeches, and telling everyone, here's how you achieve financial freedom. It's quite simple. Start today and uh, let's make it happen. I love it, dude. I uh, five five kids. I'm impressed. I've got two, <laughs> and that's I, trouble enough. Uh, I, got a I always joke that I'm really good at making money. I'm really good at making babies, and my babies take all my money. So I guess it kind of worked out. <laughs> got to keep. Well, you got to have something that drives you, right? For me, um, I you know I was in practice and I was doing pretty well, and then a baby was on the way. And I said, I don't want to be working all the time. I want to be at home. I want to be able to travel and I want to be able to provide more and, and do more because life's short. And then there was kind of the, you know, real kick in the ass to make things happen. And, and I call my first the golden child because it was from there, you know, things blew up. And then the second one came and it went even bigger. And, and for me, it was because it was a, a, a driving force. Like I've got to, to, to create some legacy. I've got to provide some wealth here. I've got to do some things. And, and as you know, uh, and for the guests that, that are the, the listeners, should I say that, that don't, the idea that life happens quickly is true, but I've noticed, I don't know about you, I'd love to know, you you really notice it when you have kids, like things move quickly from I got little babies to I got these kids, you know, talking to me and giving me some, some lip. And it's amazing how quickly life happens, uh, especially when you've got kids. Did you find that yourself? My oldest just turned 16. How is it possible that I have a 16 year old? I just felt like I just graduated from high school and I just had, a, you know, I just turned 40. So it's like, oh my goodness, I'm that age now where people look at me like you're the old guy, but I still feel like, am I ever going to get mature? Like what age am I going to start feeling like I'm an actual adult? Cause my dad is an adult. 
I'm still a kid. And the other day, the neighborhood kids were playing around and one of the neighbors came over and said, hey, you should take the kids camping. And I'm like, who's going to watch the kids? You want me to be responsible for your kids? I'm barely responsible for my kids, if you can even call it responsible. But yeah, it's crazy how fast it goes by. My son's going to be out of the house the next three, five years. And it's like, wow, like it's already gone. You, you got to just cherish those moments with the kids because man, it goes so fast. I was um, talking to, I think we had, a, it was like an electrician that came over and the guy was like basically my age. I'm talking to him about stuff. Then I find out that he's like 26. I'm 31. I'm like, he's like 26. And I'm talking about these things. And I'm like, we live different lives. Like I got two kids. I got a house. Like I got like quote unquote responsibilities, but I feel the same age as you, man. And I just happen to have be responsible for kids. It's, it's, it's weird. It's definitely weird. So in terms of financial freedom, creating wealth, stuff like that, I'd love to talk about that. I know that a lot of our audience, including myself, are always looking at how can we be more effective in our, in our wealth wealth creation. Are you more of an advocate for active wealth creation where we're going out and flipping houses and doing things? Are you more of an advocate for the passive or does it completely depend? Like, Where do you sit with that? Yeah. So um, a quick little story. In 2014, I know this is going to sound kind of crazy. I lost like $2 million in a single day. And that is a really, really bad day. And people go, wow, that's terrible. And I go, no, it was the best day of my life because that was the day I understood it's not about active wealth creation. It's about keeping the wealth you create. And everyone focuses on making more money. I got to make more money. I got to make more money. But there is no real voice of authority on how you keep money. Keeping money is the game of wealth. It's not about making money. And so I kind of changed my, my views on life, on, on wealth creation, that it's, it's all about how you make money. Yes, you have to go make money. But then the moment you make money, what do you do with the money you make? And that's where I want to be the voice of authority. I said, you know what, that day I'll never be vulnerable to money again. And I'm going to help everyone understand that it's about this theory called compound interest, money making money. And then the money money makes also makes money. And it's the most passive, simple, secure way of producing unlimited wealth in your life is, is, is understanding this philosophy or phenomenon of money making money or compound interest. So now I go all in. My books are about it. My podcasts are about it. Everything I do is about, yeah, you got to go make money. That's the first key is you got to make money. But once you make money, go all in on compound interest and getting your money working for you. Let's talk about that. Because uh, I know, know you've got that book, right? The Lost Science of Compounding Interest, if I, if I got that correct. Yes. Let's talk about that because I think people we hear about it, but you know, knowing and doing is what, what, what's the saying? If you, if you know, but don't do, you don't really know or whatever. And I, and I think that a lot of us don't think about it. We think I've got to make more money, but we don't, we, didn't, we then just lift our lifestyle. It's like, now I have a fancier car that costs more gas. And so I'm in the same situation just with nicer stuff. So how do we use that? How do we understand that? What does it really mean? Yeah, so in the, in the world of investment or the world of interest, there's investment interest and then there's compound interest. And the world has convoluted the two ideas together because they're not the same thing. So everything that you're being told is compound interest, go invest in the stock market, it's compound interest. No, it's not. That is investment interest. And there is a difference because compound interest never stops and it never goes backwards. Investment interest goes up, it goes down, it goes up and it goes down. And it does go up over time. You know, it keeps going up and stuff like that where compound interest is like this. And then when you hit that point where it accelerates, it is unlimited wealth. And so what I end up doing is, is researching real heavily. And like you said, I end up writing this book, The Lost Science of Compound Interest. Anyone who wants a free copy, I actually give free copies to every single person. I believe it's so important. It's my mission to be the voice of compound interest to the world that I said, you know what? 
Although the book took me a lot to write it and it's a very awesome book, I'm going to give it away for free to every single person. So hopefully this is okay. I just give an invitation. If you text the word book, B-O-O-K to the number 30500. I'll actually send you the free uh, ebook and audio book of my book. And you're going to learn more about the power of compound interest than anything anyone's ever taught you ever. But there are three major rules to compound interest. And if you can follow the three rules, then it's going to produce some unlimited wealth for you. And it's going to produce you generational wealth and those, those other things. And the first rule of wealth is pay yourself first. You've got to put money into it. You've got to save money. Like you just said, you make more money. So what do you do? Go do. You buy more liabilities. You go buy a car, you go buy nicer stuff, and you never got on the path of wealth. You cannot start wealth without putting money into it. So if you can pay yourself first, every time you make money, 10 to 20% of it should be going to your future self. That is the first rule of wealth. The second one is you got to get it where it's secure. Wherever you put it, it needs to be secure. You cannot be in a position where you can lose. And that's the problem with investment interest and a lot of the other things is you, you make, you lose, you make, you lose. And sometimes you make a lot, sometimes you lose a lot, and you never really get there. You've got to be in somewhere that is, is secure. And then the third one is also has to grow faster than inflation. You can't have your money in a bank account because that's less than inflation inside of whole life insurance or CDs or things like that where it's growing less than around 3% on average because if you're growing less than inflation, you're actually becoming more poor. So if you can pay yourself for somewhere secure and outpacing inflation, you are now on the path to compounding. And uh, there are very few things in life that can produce that, where it gives you guaranteed security and outpace inflation. And because there wasn't very many options for me, guess what I did in 2014? I built my own. I said, you know what? Compound interest is awesome. I want a compound interest account. Where are they? They don't really exist. So me and a few other guys, some actuaries, some lawyers, financial advisors, CFPs, various other professionals, we got together and we said, what is possible? And let's push the limits. Whatever we think is impossible, let's get there. And we end up designing this product, this this strategy called MPI, Maximum Premium Indexing. And it's, it's, it's it's a really awesome strategy because A, it's a life insurance contract. Everyone's like, what the heck do you mean a life insurance contract? It's not like whole life insurance, which is complete garbage, but it's a life insurance contract. And we've been able to design it where it has guaranteed securities absolute guaranteed security by the insurance company that you will not lose a single penny inside the stock market risk. So we've now checked off. We're going to put money into it. We've now checked off that as guaranteed security, and now we need to grow it. We designed this life insurance contract to grow inside the S&P 500. So now you put money into it. You have guaranteed security against the, you know, from the life insurance company, and we grow according to the S&P 500 crediting system. And so all that wrapped together was able to produce around 7% rate of return. People go, well, 7% rate of return, that's good. That's not good, whatever. You know, that's average. Nothing super good about that, but it's a really good compound interest account. And then the cherry on top. It's called leverage. I assume you know what leverage is. You probably talk about it. Most people are fans of leverage who are open-minded and want wealth and stuff like that. And that's using someone else's wealth to enhance your own wealth. So we took this 7% on average life insurance contract and we leveraged it. And we leveraged it through the life insurance company to be able to produce more growth potential than even the stock market. So when I go talk to people, I go, yeah, now for the first time in the history of mankind, you can have a somewhere to put money, guaranteed security against stock market risk, 
growth potential above the stock market while having a bunch of other features and benefits, and it's called MPI. And, and that's what I love to do. It's the truest compound interest account there is. Um, I am the creator of it. I am the inventor of it. So people go, uh, I make a lot of TikTok videos, right? And people go, oh, how do I know you're going to talk about MPI? And I'm like, because I am MPI. <laughs> I am compound interest. Everything I talk about is compound interest. So if anyone who wants more information, like I said, I wrote this book. I, I give you all the information. But most importantly, even if you don't use MPI, pay yourself first. Start saving money. Somewhere that can protect you, somewhere that's growing, somewhere that you can leverage it, You know, use someone else's outside resources. And if you can do that, you are on the path to financial freedom. Most of us don't think about paying sort of our future self first. We think about giving ourselves a salary and then that's my money. I can go and spend it. But we don't consider things like, well, if I'm not creating a portfolio of assets that are appreciating at or above inflation, then I'm actually getting poorer. Um, where did that did that idea come from? Is that sort of the idea with your with your other book, Everyone Ends Up Poor? I'd love to talk about that. Well, my book about everyone ends up poor is, you know, I'm going to speak about the United States because I don't know much about, you know, outside the United States, but around 99% of the whole American population downsize in retirement, meaning they're living on a hundred grand a year and then they have to cut it to 60,000 or 40,000 or whatever, because 401ks, Roth IRAs, IRAs, financial advisors, CFPs, the traditional system is designed inside of investment interest and not compound interest. And when you build inside of investment interest, it in, in, it inherently slows down as you near retirement. So you're getting a bunch of rate of return. You're super excited. You're making a bunch of money, but it's too risky. And so when you near retirement, you've got to take your money out of risky stocks and go put them somewhere else that's more conservative. And when you do that, it absolutely shatters your ability to produce good retirement income. So there's a thing inside the United States called the 4% rule. And that's whatever amount of money is inside your 401k, IRA, index funds, mutual funds, ETFs, whatever it is, you should only spend 4% per year in retirement. And if you do that, then you should not run out of money. The risk of running out of money is very, very low. So you can get a million dollars inside your, for, your portfolio, a million dollars inside your index funds, mutual funds, ETFs, and you're only supposed to spend, according to your financial advisor, your CFP, around $40,000 per year because you always built, it was built incorrectly to begin with. It was built inside of investment interest. But if you go compound interest, where it just gets faster and faster and faster as time goes on, and you've already eliminated the risk out of the portfolio, now you can get 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12% rate of return as it gets faster and faster as time goes on. You get to retirement. You now have a million dollars inside your MPI plan or other secure compound interest account, and you can spend 10% income per year without the risk of running out of money is the projection. So you end up having $100,000 of retirement income rather than 40000 So my first book, Everyone Ends Up Poor, literally explains that everything you've ever been taught about money is traditionally based inside of emotional things. I want to get rich quick. I want the most rate of return the fastest possible. And I go, no, 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 no. Slow and steady wins the race. Singles and doubles. You do not need a home run as long as you never strike out. You just need singles and doubles. And that is who wins the World Series. That's who wins the baseball games. That's how you win basically any sporting event is the ones who consistently win over and over and over and over. I'm a big Tom Brady fan. And I always say Tom Brady's not the most athletic person. He doesn't throw the hardest, but you know what he does? He just keeps doing the same thing over and over and over. And what it, what's the result? 
you win and you win more often than not. And you end up with seven Super Bowls and life's great and all stuff, not because he got the home run and he's the fastest and he's the best, but because he consistently just kept winning and winning and winning. And when you do that, that is compound interest right there. And that is how you achieve the retirement you're looking for. Well, true success is, is, uh, is, is boring. It's, it's just consistency. Like I like watching the UFC and, and the, the greatest champions are the ones who are often boring to watch because they're just doing the right things and they win. And well, like, um, people Saint don't Pierre, like that. St. Pierre was the classic of that. He was so boring to watch. But he always won. George St. Pierre just kept just winning. He'd take him down, punch him a little bit, take him down, punch him a little bit. And but yet he won. And I know we want the knockouts, but you know, the ones who win the long game, the ones who take the least damage, we'll call it, you know, that doesn't lose the most in the stock market, but is consistently just moving forward. That is how you produce the best long-term result. And if you can get past the mental state of it is slow and steady, it is kind of boring. But guess what's not boring? that I'm 40 years old and I'm winning and I've already achieved financial freedom and I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want. And I've been, I'm lucky, I'm, uh, you know, I, I've been blessed with awesomeness in my life, but even you who's, you know, 20 years old, 30 years old, 40 years old, if you start right now and you start saving money and you get it somewhere in a secure compound interest account that just starts making a little bit of money for you and then more and then more and it just, it, it turns into this avalanche of money and then when that day happens and you achieve where your compound interest account is making more than your employment is, is is paying you, that is the day you achieve financial freedom. And it will be the most beautiful day you'll ever have in your whole life. Because in that day, you can look at your spouse or your kids and say, what do you want to do? Let's go. The, the, the cliche thing is the best time to start is 10 years ago. And the next best time is right now. And, and it's cliche because you know, people go, oh, okay, sure. But the irony is that it's, it's true. Like it doesn't start until you start. And the best time to start is, when, you know, when you start. And, and, and I saw something at a, uh, I think it was Tony Robbins shared, it was talking about, for example, with the stock market and people who t- try and time the market and someone ends up really badly timing it, really well timing it. And then someone who just got in uh, at an average point and then they tracked them uh, over time and they 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 don't end up in particularly different situations except for the one who never got into the market. Um yeah, and like, so it's like a three percent difference if you take all the worst yeah. to the best to everything. Yeah, it's it's just it's time. Man, give mm. something time and it works. If it's growing for you and you give it time, it will produce you wealth. So when most of us think I want to secure my money and I want to keep it safe and I want to grow it, uh banks have great marketing that tell you that you should put money in the bank and it'll be safe and we'll look after you and we'll we'll help you grow and support you financially. But what a lot of people don't realize is that the moment that you hand them $100, they say, cool, I'm going to write this on the board and say, here's $100 on your account. And then I'm going to take it and I'm going to go and do stuff with it that nets me a greater return. And they loan it out and they they do various things. Um, And so they can only return uh, sort of a percentage of that. And it's typically lower than inflation and whatnot. Why is it that people uh, fall for that and don't understand it? And why do you think that we have such a love affair with the bank as the safest place to do it as if it's some kind of, I don't know, it's just, it's just weird to me. They're, they're an operation that's designed to make profit. From it's extremely weird, especially when the banks are only paying 0.01% right now. And it is so common knowledge that inflation is 3% on average. It's 8% this year that you are literally becoming more poor, giving your money to the bank. And the bank, what does the bank do with your money exactly? They go leverage it out 10 to 1. So every $1 you give them, they go, they, they're able to leverage out 10 times 
to make a great return. And so there are so many things. Another thing that, you know, uh, putting money in a bank is one of the worst financial decisions in your life. And so when you have all these, these big influencers, the debt-free influencers that you probably know who I'm talking about that go out and say, save six months of, of emergency fund inside of a bank account. And I go, you do that decision, it will cost you millions of dollars of future compound interest to you and your children by having six months of emergency savings inside of a bank account. You could go take that same six months of emergency savings and go put in a secure compound account and still have very similar results where you have access to it, you can do a lot of things, but it's growing at seven to 10% interest on average and you've just won the game. But another one that's crazy to me is getting a 15-year mortgage. Everyone in the world wants to pay off their house as quickly as possible. That's exactly what the bank wants you to do. Why does the bank give you a lower interest rate to get a 15-year mortgage? Because if you can give them your money back faster, they can then take all that extra additional money faster and go leverage it out 10 to 1 and start making 20, 30% rate of return on that. And so everyone, they, they trick you. They go, hey, you get a 15-year mortgage instead of a 30-year mortgage, you're going to save $100,000 in interest. Doesn't that sound really, really good? And what they've failed to tell you is they're going to take your extra premiums or your extra mortgage payments that you're doing, and they're going to go leverage that, and they're going to go compound that to the tune of about $1.4 million. So they're going to make $1.4 million while they gave you $100,000 of interest savings. You thought you were winning the game, and you were totally being played. And so people want to pay their house off in cash or those things, and I'm like, no, no, no. That's the worst thing in the world you can do. Your money is yours to keep. Your money has to be making you money. Then when you need money, go leverage it. There's so much easier to leverage money. But if your money, your hard-earned money is not making you 7 to 10% interest on average, you are losing the game. Because the moment you pay for something out of your own pocket to someone, an institution that's an investor or a bank or something like that, I promise you they're immediately taking your money and they're compounding at 7 to 10% interest or more and then leveraging it. And you think you're winning because you saved a few dollars of simple interest and forgot about the power of compound interest. Well, they also don't consider that debt depreciates over time uh, and, and because of inflation. And so the, for example, the way that I think about it uh, with, with property investing in New Zealand, we've sort of got a capital gains market. So you're buying a house, not for any kind of yield, but to hold it and hopefully have it balanced and over time it's going to appreciate. And so if I buy, you know, a million dollars worth of property uh, in 30 years time, uh, everyone's going to say, what, you only bought that for a million? And I explained it to a friend of mine that if your grandfather said to you, hey, I want to give you 10 properties in the CBD, but you know, you're going to have to take on all of my debt, it's going to be $100,000. You're going to think, um, yes, please give it to me because you know that the, the property's appreciated. And so when people pay off their, their, their home and they're not doing it as a security against other investments is, is, is the strategy that I, that I do. It's now, I'm now, that money is sitting in there and it's, it's depreciating because it's not being used. It's not compounding the, the asset might be, but the cash and it's not. And so if I have a lot of debt in the property, as long as it's being paid for, I'm leveraged and leverage is the, is, what is it? What do they say? Leverage is the eighth. No, compound interest is the eighth under the world. I'm going to call leverage the ninth. Um, yeah, so, leverage is the ninth. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about how this works in, in terms of a compound uh, interest account. Because from my understanding, and this is going to sound super ignorant, and I'd love to get the details here, is... For there to be a return in an account, somebody has to essentially, I'm saying, hey, you give me $1,000 and I will give you $70 back in exchange for that. And I'm using that $1,000 to go and make $100 and I give you your 70 and I keep 
the difference. And so banks are leveraging out other people and paying you for your money, et cetera, et cetera. How does it work in terms of this? Because you said it's sort of paired to the S&P. Um, uh, you've got insurance against it for loss. How does it actually work? Yeah. And so um, real quick, before I answer that question, uh, you t- you'd said compound interest is the eighth one of the world. And, and one really thing I teach people all the time is compound interest. Uh, Einstein is quoted, compound interest is the eighth one of the world. He who understands it earns it. He who doesn't pays it. And people think that like, oh, if you pay simple interest, you're paying compound interest. No, no, no. What that means is if you're forfeiting the right to earn compound interest or giving that right to earn to someone else, you've now become that person who, who, who's not earning it or giving it up. And so it's so important to understand that the banks, or if anyone ever tries to give you an incentive to do something, it's because they want your money to do compound interest. But inside of MPI, we have this very unique strategy. Why do you, and I don't know, like I said, I don't know how New Zealand works, but inside the United States, we have insurance on everything. You have insurance on your car, your health, your business, on every single aspect of your life. We have insurance. And and, and James, why do we buy insurance? Why would you have insurance on anything? It's to it's to secure me against potential losses if oh, something was to, that's to happen. It. Against catastrophic moments, against something bad happening. Do you have insurance on your money? Do you insure your retirement plan? I guess not. No one does. I do. So that's the key here is you buy insurance for that moment, that moment. You want to be growing. You want to be driving your car. You want to be working. You want to be doing all the great things. But when that moment happens, you need security in place. And so we built an S&P 500 strategy that you're growing in the S&P 500. It's growing. You're growing with it. Um, you know, there's a lot of different details inside of the S&P 500 strategy that we can't get into here because you need illustrations and, you know, break it down on individuals, clients. But every time the market crashes, your account freezes. You have no risk of stock market. So you're growing, growing, growing. The market this year has lost 17% to date. It just freezes. Our account value freezes. You lose absolutely nothing. And that one little feature, basically ensuring your money from loss, is the, the key difference between converting an investment interest into actual compound interest. And when you start uh, protecting your money from loss, you still want to go make money above inflation. You know, the market averages 7 to 10% interest on average. But when you have something, when the market crashes and it's insured and it's protected and it freezes, right then and there, in that moment, you have created compound interest. And that is now the eighth one of the world. That is infinite wealth. That is generational wealth. That produces so many different benefits to you on the most simple concept that we all already accept. But no one's ever come to you and said, why don't you insure your retirement plan? I'm allowed to do that? Of course you are. It's called MPI. Let's go. (laughs) So a lot of really cool things about the simplicity of MPI. You put your money in a life insurance contract. The life insurance contract goes and does some S&P 500 uh, uh, crediting uh, investment type strategies. And then it's growing. It's growing. When the market uh, uh, collapses, it freezes. Market rebounds. It grows again. Market collapses. It freezes. And ultimately, that is how you produce a, a really amazing retirement. When you do that one little feature of security, it's able to produce up to 200% increase in retirement income over the 401k, Roth IRA, index lines, all that other stuff. But most people are unwilling to even consider it because it starts off slower. It does start off slower. Security starts off. You're not going to go get these giant home runs, 30, 40% rates of return. You're just going to get 7 to 10% consistently over and over. You, 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 you squeeze how much you can make. You, you, you remove how much you can lose. 
and it begins to uh, really, really compound. The one unfortunate part is it only exists inside the United States. <laughs> it is regulated by the state level inside of the United States. Uh, insurance is regulated on the state level, not the federal government level. And so uh, I have so many people from Australia, Canada, Mexico, New Zealand who reach out to me every day and they're like, we want to start MPI right now. Let's go. And I'm like, oh, I'm not international quite yet. I am working on an international version. I just don't have that yet. So um, that is the one thing that people get really upset about that I don't have a solution for yet. It's, it's like anything. If you're trying to do it quickly, you tend to miss out on the fundamentals. And so you, you, you miss it. We see a lot. We consult with practice owners and health professionals and growing their businesses. And often they'll, you know, they'll want to double in 90 days. And a mentor once said to me, you know, you're chasing, uh, people chase doubling in 90 days 12 months later, they're still trying to double. And if they had have just trusted the process and, and done the right steps, they would have doubled. And I and, and people forget that, you know, if you're getting a 10% return in, in seven to 10 years, you're going to double that and it's going to keep doubling. And that's the point is, is consistency. Uh, I think too many people wait and it gets late in the game in their, in their mind and they now think I have to play catch up, uh, which... It, it's not how it works. You can't just go, cool, I'm now just going to decide and get rich quick. And, and back to, the, to the, the fight analogy, everyone's excited by the people launching the app and becoming a billionaire and doing this and becoming that. The most wealthy people are not these Zuckerberg types who start something and then they become something. It's, it's consistency over time and building it uh, through good principles. And, and I, I like this idea and uh, in, insuring against it because it is a win for the insurance company as the market goes up because you know I, I've always kind of leaned on the fence that if they're willing to insure me uh, it's probably because I'm statistically something's not going to happen uh, because insurance companies make money on things not happening but it's when they do and especially with something like a like uh, S&P which there will always be corrections etc it just pauses at that point um, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah, we, we, we allow for a win-win. And, we, and, and a lot of people like to be, you know, be mad at mortgage companies and banks and insurance companies like, oh, they're big, bad, and ugly. But you know, they provide tremendous service to us. And you just got to understand the rules of the game. Yeah, yes, they're always going to try to take advantage of you. That's what their job is, unfortunately, is take advantage of, of people who don't know. But if you know the rules of the game and you study it and you don't even need to know that much, uh, heck, I'll help you free of charge. You know, you'll help them. Like we have so many professionals out there trying to help people that once you understand how to, 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 to put it in your corner. I, I'm now going to design this insurance contract at the lowest expenses legally allowable, at the lowest commissions to the agent, at the most growth potential, the most security. And you start adding all these little features up together that produces compounding. Compounding is just a bunch of little things that work together to produce this awesome result. And so when people go, well, uh, how can you say MPI is so much better? It only does this. You're right. It only does that. Lowest expenses, most security, best growth potential. We leverage it. Tax-free growth, tax-free retirement income, generational wealth. No one of those is that great. Seven to 10% growth is not that great by itself. 7 to 10% growth with guaranteed security now is great. 7 to 10% with guaranteed security and tax-free growth and tax-free retirement income is super great. 7 to 10% growth with, you know, and, and as you start adding these little things to it, even though none of them are that great, when you put it in a package together, it's a compounding package and it turns into something freaking awesome. It turns into Tom Brady of retirement planning, right? It just works and it wins and it does its thing. And that's what I love talking to people about, especially small business owners. Small business owners, you know, you're in the field of helping small business owners, man, they never have retirement plans ever, ever. 
I don't think I've ever met one ever. Why? Because they believe that their business is their retirement plan. And unfortunately, statistics tell us that up to 95% of all businesses do not last 20 years. So you have all these entrepreneurs who believe in their dream and believe in their product and believe in their business, and they're going to sell their business someday for $72 million. And then the probability of that happening is very unlikely. And I don't want to say that, that, you know, you small business owner aren't good enough, but evolution happens. Uh, sicknesses happen. Lawsuits happen. There are, there are a million things that are coming after your business that are trying to take you down. And unfortunately, 95% of the time they, that, 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 that risk wins. So no, you are in business for one reason first, and that is to protect yourself. Pay yourself first. When you make money in your business, you got to be taking 10 to 20 to 30 to 50% of your profits and putting it away into a secure compound interest count. And if you do that five, 10, 15 years down the road, you've got one, two, $3 million sitting in a compound interest account, doubling every six to seven years for you. Then your business, something terrible happens. Your business goes out of business and it didn't matter because you paid yourself first. You got compensated for your 15 years, your 10 years of hard work. You were able to provide awesomeness to your clients, even more awesomeness because you were confident, you had money, you had cash flow, you had all those different things. And then your business goes out of business or you want to retire or you're, you're burnt out or you want to spend more time with your family. And because 15 years ago, you started paying yourself 25% of your profits back into your pocket, into a compound interest count, you have now achieved financial freedom. You've achieved personal freedom. And there's nothing in the whole world that is more valuable than your health plus personal freedom. And if you can combine those two things, that is the most optimal, happy human being. Where uh, a lot of people get this wrong, in my opinion, and I, and I heard this from, uh, from a mentor, is that they think that if I can do well in this, because I'm good at this thing, that it's automatically transferable into other categories. Right, I'm really good at business, so I'm just going to go be really good at cryptocurrency. I'm just going to really be really good at this next thing, flipping houses. And the reality is that where where your expertise lies is in using your time and your efforts to help your clients and do your job and make your money. And you should take the rest of that that excess that you get after your lifestyle that you want to live, and you need to put it into things with people that know what they're doing better and understand that they want to make money too. So give them your money to make money with because they're the experts in that. And they'll pay you a nice sum on top uh, rather than trying to do it all yourself and focus in one place and think, I'm just going to keep, keep doing this, keep doing this. And it's going to work because it just doesn't. Most people, there's a reason why it's, it's you know, the, the world's run by big business because small business has to become big business if it wants to do bigger things. And then big businesses will eat up small businesses. So by the nature of it, uh, unless you are setting up as a business where you have people, et cetera, which is, you know, what we do with, with our health professionals. You really own your job and you keep putting money back in um, and it eats it all up and you haven't planned ahead enough and, and you haven't given your money to the experts that can leverage it themselves and use it. And that's why this sort of thing makes a ton of sense. Like, it's not like you're saying, hey, person, can you go and make me money with my money? You're saying here is a fund, call it that, can, that I can be a part of that secures my money that grows. Um, and they can go what they want to do, but there's better return than doing it to the bank because the bank's not your friend. Uh, whereas this only makes sense in com competition to those things because you can give the good returns. And I like that. It's, it's for lack of a better term, capitalism at its finest, right? Like how it's, can we work simple. together? And, and 
And you want to know it? So, so companies I work with have been in business for over a hundred years and life insurance companies, A plus rate life insurance companies I work with have been profitable 100% of every single year since 1909. Think about that. How many other financial institutions or banks or financial advisors or hedge funds can say they've been profitable 100% of every single year, including the Great Depression, dot com, 2008, all those years, A plus rate life insurance companies I work with are profitable. So when you say work with the professionals that know what they're doing, they're professional, they go make you money, they do their business, you go do your business, let them do their business. And that's where I put my money because there is no safer bet, in my opinion, than an A-plus rate life insurance company because the history tells me 112 straight years they've been profitable, including the Great Depression. All four years, they were profitable. Who else can say that? And so it's funny that you talk about this. My favorite book in the whole world is called The Richest Man in Babylon. I don't know if you've ever read The Richest Man in Babylon. Single most important financial book I've ever read in my whole life. It's 100 pages. If anyone has time over the weekend, go read The Richest Man in Babylon right now. And it's going to talk about these rules of wealth. Rule number one, pay yourself first. Rule number two, live on 90%. Rule number three, protect your money against loss. Rule number four, go invest your money somewhere with a professional. Go invest your money only with the most best professionals. Do not invest with your friend who found a secret stock or a secret cryptocurrency or this really unique business that no one's ever heard about. No, no, no. Go find the seasoned professionals that have a track record and that's who you invest in. And if you can do that and, and start you know, compounding money and, and building more and more money, all of a sudden your $10 turns into $100, turns into 1,000 to 10,000 to 100,000 to a million, and it only took you 15 to 20 years to get there. And yeah, a lot of 20 years will be like, 20 years, I'll be old and dead by then. What the heck? I'm 40. I don't know what you're thinking about. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not old and dead quite yet. But uh, yeah, I, time flies by that fast. Like I said, I, I got out of college you know, in 2005. It's already been how many years? 17 years since I left college. Are you kidding me? It was just yesterday. I can remember it. What's funny is I actually did some cage fights. I wrestled at Arizona State University. I wrestled with Ryan Bader, Kane Velasquez, CB Dalloway, Patrick Williams, all these, you know, UFC fighters. Um, I, you know, we all wrestled at ASU from 2002 to 2005 together. And it's just like, it's just this crazy thing on how fast time goes by. So don't think you're too late to the game. You're 30. You're not too late to the game. You're 40. You're not too late to the game. You're 50. You're not too late to the game. You're 65, 70. Yeah, hopefully your kids are successful and they can take care of you because unfortunately you do need time. You do need time and you got to make money. And unfortunately, you're probably not making a ton of money at 70, 75 because you're tired. Maybe you can't work quite as hard, but you're, I mean, all the way up to about the age of 60, you can still build some pretty awesome compound results. If you start right now, like do not delay. Like you said, planting a tree 20 years ago was the most important time. You didn't do it. Well, guess what? Today's a new day. Start right now, protect your money, get it compounding, and you will look back and say, single best financial decision of your life, especially for my small business owners. Because when I lost all my money in 2014, I didn't save any money at all. I just invest, 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 invest. And then the whole thing blew up in my face. I had no money after 10 years of working, making millions of dollars. All I had to do was save 10%, 20%. I wouldn't even have noticed it. It probably wouldn't even have, it wouldn't even have changed the trajectory of my business because investing three or four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars a year or six hundred thousand, there's no difference there. You're just investing a lot and you're going to go build your business however fast it can go. But if you live by the rules of pay yourself first, 
get that money somewhere secure, invest with someone who's a top tier professional. In my opinion, life insurance companies or very, a very few life insurance companies, but a few select life insurance companies are the best of the best at what they do. And they have, they've got the track record of it. And you can make some really awesome returns while being guaranteed secure. So let me ask you as we, as we transition here, where can our audience find out more about this and check out what you're doing and, and have a look into it? Absolutely. Um, if you can only guess what my website is, I own the website compoundinterest.com. Super, super simple. Um, here's a wild thing. You might, you're in marketing, right? You understand the game of marketing. Compound interest is Googled 480,000 times per month. Unique IP addresses Googling the term compound interest, right? We want to know how money makes money, Albert Einstein, all that other great things. In 2020, I wrote this book, Lost Science of Compound Interest. And I, I'm talking to my wife, I'm sitting in church and I'm like, we need to buy a website. We need to buy a website. Uh, the Lost Science. No, that's dumb. No one's going to remember that when I'm on a podcast. Uh, science of compounding. No, that's way too long. And we're just going over all these things. We're on GoDaddy trying to Google the right ones. And all of a sudden, I thought, I wonder who owns compoundinterest.com. Type in compoundinterest.com. Available. Available. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any marketing sense. Doesn't make any mathematical sense that the supercomputers that, that gobble up websites to go sell them for millions of dollars when they're that valuable of websites was available in 2020. And I literally say it's because the universe knows I'm the compound interest king. I am the alpha compound interest guy. I am all things compound interest. And it was waiting. It isolated. It literally carved out this one website, compoundinterest.com for me to purchase it in March of 2020. Think how wild that is. So if you want more information, I have 67 video series. Any question you've ever had ever about compound interest or MPI on compoundinterest.com, you can watch all the videos. I have a calculator on there where you can type in your own numbers, how old you are, how much you can save, uh, when you want to retire, what it looks like compared to your 401k, IRA, index funds, mutual funds, things like that. You can reach out to me. We give absolutely free of charge uh, one-on-ones. All our financial coaching is 100% free of charge. We never ask you for money. Any question you ever have, you can contact me via social media and I will work to help you with that. And I'll never ask you for anything, but don't be a fence sitter. Don't waste my time. If you come to me and ask me, what is the right way? What is the mathematical way? How do I build my best future? Whether it's in uh, how to purchase a mortgage correctly, how to combat inflation, things that I have nothing to do with my industry. I'll still tell you how to do it. Um, and then we'll make that happen. And then another huge thing is follow me on TikTok. Um, I'm a big social media TikToker. I have 1.5 million followers on TikTok and I'm verified. Blue check mark. Uh, look for Curtis Ray, just Curtis Ray, C U R T I S R A Y on TikTok. Or I am Curtis Ray on Instagram. I don't spend a lot of time on Instagram, much more on TikTok, but I, I post about three to four videos a day every single day on TikTok. I go live one to two times a day on TikTok answering questions. I do my own podcast there. Um, so I have so much information out there. If you were born poor, I, I, w I was born in a family of nine kids. My dad delivered pizzas at night just to have enough money for us to survive. Um, I grew up in West Mesa. It's kind of a poor part of, the, of Arizona. And but I've been able to figure it out. And I've been able to help a lot of people around my neighborhood figure it out. So if you were born poor, it is not your fault. There's no reason to have shame. There's no reason to feel guilt. I don't care what your credit score is. I don't care about all the terrible decisions you've ever made in your whole life. If you can go right now and start paying yourself first, emotionally and 
uh, fiscally, uh, start paying yourself first and doing great things that make you feel happy, and then taking part of your money and putting it towards your future. It will be the most financially important decision of your whole life. You were born poor, not your fault. You die poor. If you die poor, it is 100% your fault because there are professionals out there like me and you and so many other people who are trying to express and give and give and give. And you have to receive. If you're willing to receive it, we will give it and uh, you'll be on the path to financial freedom. Now, let me ask you, and I feel, I feel like I know what the answer is, but what's the most important thing that you ever learned? You already know that answer, right? Pay myself first. I pay myself first in every single thing I do in my relationships, my health, my wealth, my business. I come first. And people always say, well, small business owners, you got to put your clients first. And I get it. We want to provide awesomeness to our clients. But if you're not your best self, you can't be a good boss. You can't have your best, happiest employees if you're not best. You can't be a good spouse. You can't be the best spouse if you have not taken care of yourself first. You can't be the best dad if you have not taken care of yourself first. So I want you to go right now, every single person who listens to this podcast and think, what can I do to make me a better person? If not anyone else first, once you are the best version of yourself and you've learned to pay yourself first in every single decision you ever make for the rest of your life, and it's not easy, but once you start doing it over and over and over, it becomes habit. In that moment, you will be your happiest self. Your spouse will be the happiest self of herself or his self. Your kids, your employees, your, your, your clients, everyone will have this, this residual effect of you paying yourself first. I couldn't agree more. You, you, you can't fill from an empty cup, as they say, and, and too many of us try and compensate by this sort of fake altruism. I'm going to help others first. And it's like, well, how much can you really help them? I've got kids. And if you know the, the, the building's burning down, I've got to make sure I cover myself up and I get protected and I get safe and you know with a mask on or whatever so I can go and save my kids because otherwise I'm going to save one kid and then the other one won't get saved and then the first kid won't have a dad. And so I've got to focus on, on making sure I look after me because then I can look after others and, and I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much, Curtis, for coming on the show. I appreciate you. We had a ton of fun and um, everyone needs to make sure that they, they check out what you're doing because it sounds very, very good, my friend. Awesome, man. I really appreciate everything and anything anyone ever needs. Like I said, we're here for you. I know James is here for you. We just want to bring more value to the world and every single person who starts making these decisions that I'm going to learn today, I'm going to pay myself first, I'm going to become financially free. It just makes the world a better place and I want to be part of it. I'm, I'm uh, very grateful to know you too. Thank you for checking out this episode. If you liked it, please make sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. And if you're a healthcare professional who wants to get serious about business, check out practiceowner.com where we have a whole lot of resources on helping you to grow more impactful and more financially viable practices. So that's practiceowner.com. Go and check that out if you're a health professional serious about business and don't forget to subscribe.